Good morning. A drug court is an intensive outpatient treatment program that lets some drug offenders stay out of jail if they can stick to the program. Loudoun County supervisors see a lot of benefits to reviving our defunct drug court, so here's their message for the General Assembly. We're ready when you are. For Tuesday, June 20th, it's your Loudoun Now Morning Minute. Jennifer Montgomery, Executive Director of Loudoun Hunger Relief. Loudoun Hunger Relief, formerly Loudoun Interfaith Relief, is the largest food pantry in Loudoun County. Last year, LHR provided 1.2 million pounds of food to more than 11,000 Loudoun residents. 40% of the people we serve are children. LHR distributes food to families six days a week, year-round. For more information, if you need assistance, or if you would like to donate and help your neighbors in need, please visit our website, loudonhunger.org. Thanks for being with us. I'm Ren Screen. From 2004 to 2012, some drug offenders in Loudon got a chance to avoid jail time after violating probation by going instead to an intensive outpatient treatment program. They were under close supervision and mandatory treatment, and if they fell off the wagon, they would wind up back in jail. But Loudon's drug court had very few participants, and in 2012, the Board of Supervisors decided it wasn't getting its money worth and closed the program. Last year, the new board, which includes five members of the board that voted to do away with the first drug court, started to warm to the idea of starting up another drug court with some of the lessons learned from the first try. People who graduate from the drug court program are much less likely to be arrested again. Running someone through drug court costs a lot less than putting them in jail, and it keeps them with their families. But all this talk got cut short when the General Assembly stripped away one of the Loudoun Circuit Court's four judgeships. One of our longtime judges had retired, and the vacancy happened to coincide with the 2017 General Assembly. They took the opportunity to remove funding for that seat. Even with four judges, the Loudoun Circuit Court often had to rely on visiting judges to help get through the docket. Drug court is very time-intensive for judges, and the judiciary has said with three judges, they just don't have the time to do it. Nevertheless, the County Finance Committee has been looking at what a new drug court might look like, such as how to get more people through the program to make it more cost-effective economies of scale. Whereas before, there were never more than 20 people in the program in a year, Director of Community Corrections Jim Freeman said he and Commonwealth's Attorney Jim Plowman did a study using different criteria for who gets in. They estimated a new drug court could have as many as 400 participants a year. But as the Finance Committee Chairman, Supervisor Matt Letourneau noted, without at least one more judgeship, this is purely an academic exercise. County Chairwoman Phyllis Randall just sent a letter to Governor Terry McAuliffe, who recently said he'd like to see a drug court in every locality. She asked him to work with the Senate Judicial Committee to get that judgeship back next year. Go to loudnow.com slash morning minute to check out the whole story. In other news, Loudoners have been gathering outside the All Dulles Area Muslim Society Center during calls to prayer to show support to the Adams community. A 17-year-old member of their congregation, Nabra Hassanin, was murdered on Sunday and found in a pond in Sterling. Katie Mahia was one of the people who stood on the side of the road in occasional drizzle to show her support. Especially in today's uh, climate, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's important to show... Um, to show support for 
other people in the community that, um, you know, oftentimes have a lot of hate spewed at them. The victim lived in Herndon. Fairfax police are investigating. They say they're not currently treating it as a hate crime. We've got updates to this story on our website as we find out more. Changing topics entirely, a 93-year-old woman from Leesburg is making a play for a spot in the Guinness Book of World Records. Her special talent? Sdrawcab Sdrawgnilips. Let me reverse that. Spelling words backwards. Eleanor Cotton found out about her special talent in a typewriter typing class in high school nearly 80 years ago. On Saturday, her son Tim read her 50 words from a list. She spelled 47 of those words correctly. Actually, she spelled all of them correctly, but three of them she spelled forward instead of backward. So I guess she actually only spelled three words correctly. You get what I'm driving at here. She correctly spelled 47 words backwards from a list of 50 words in 2 minutes and 48 seconds. She hopes to be recognized as the oldest person to spell 40 words backwards. She sent a package off to the Guinness Book of World Records with a video and notarized witness accounts. It'll take about five months to find out if she made the cut. There are two similar records on the books. Most words spelled backward in one minute, which was 36 out of 40 words, and the fastest time to spell 50 words backward in a minute and 22 seconds. Check out the story on loudnow.com to see a video of Eleanor Cotton's spelling backwards. She makes it look easy, but I challenge you to play along. The town of Leesburg is holding a meeting on the future of the East Market Street area today at 6.30 p.m. It includes the area along Route 7 from River Creek Parkway to the Route 15 bypass. If you want to give input on the Eastern Gateway to Leesburg, as it's now known, stop by the Ida Lee Park Banquet Hall today on the lower level of the Recreation Center. Again, that's at 6.30 p.m., and the address is 60 Ida Lee Drive Northwest in Leesburg. And two Percival Cannons have been drafted by Major League Baseball teams. The Texas Rangers selected third baseman Tyler Ratliff in the 17th round, and the Pittsburgh Pirates picked up right-handed pitcher Will Reed in the 20th round. Will Reed might sound familiar if you follow high school baseball. He was an ace for Loudoun Valley High School. He hasn't done too bad for the Cannons either. Last season, he had seven saves and four wins in 14 appearances. At least 44 Valley League players were drafted this year, including a number of former Cannons. We've got the full list over on our website. Get the full story on all these stories over at loudonnow.com. On today's calendar, Leesburg's new first LEGO League robotics team is holding an informational meeting at the Rust Library at 6 p.m. The team will be for kids aged 9 to 14. If you've got a kid with a LEGO proclivity, Take them on by the Rust Library in Leesburg at 6. Now, I was on a Lego Robotics team when I was a kid. I wish I could sign up for this thing. I'm a little old. Anyway, get the details on this event and check out the rest of the event's calendar at getoutloudon.com. Okay, have a great day. Hey.